God has cursed me for my hubris, and my work is never finished. The Easter Bunny. Hey guys, welcome back to Disorganized, a Criminal Minds podcast with your host Z, Laura, and me, Eris. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to finish our um, discussion of season five. Uh, our last episode left off with a question from Laura. Laura, won't you update us on our question? Yes. Did Matthew Gray Goobler injure himself during the filming of this season? Please say yes. He's on crutches for a really long time. Like four yes, episodes. there's so, a plot-based reason, but yeah. it's four so, episodes. Okay, so he he <laughs> did not injure himself during <gasps> really? this during the season. He injured himself before the season, and it's really fucking funny because <laughs> he dislocated his knee. Oof! Break dancing in the club. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> there's video. So is it is it the first episode of this season or the last episode of the season before where he gets shot in the leg? I think it's this season. It's this season that it, he gets shot it, in the okay, leg. Okay, so he... Because it's with the doctor so guy. So they, did they build that in then for him to get shot because mm-hmm. he if actually you, injured himself? Okay. If you notice in that episode, he sits the entire episode <laughs> until the end where he's laying on the ground injured. Okay. And they had some a body double tackle. Um, huh. for him in, okay. that, in that that episode, but yeah, because that was the first episode. Yeah, so. yeah, because yeah. he was on crutches for a real long time, mm-hmm. two crutches, and then at one point he was just on cane. one crutch, oh, yeah. and then it came, and then he came he... back and like suddenly he had this like whole new swagger when he lost the crutches. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Use those crutches incredibly well. I'm not. I'm surprised that I didn't because like it was one of the things that I noticed, and I was just like, "Dang, he looks like he like lives in crutches." <laughs> and I thought that, and then I moved on, and I was just like ascribing it to him being a really good actor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh that makes I'm more like, sense. It's because he was on those crutches for a really long time because <laughs> he was starting to like pick up stuff with them, and I'm like, the first two days you're on crutches, you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. How do I move? How do I move? <laughs> And he and then he was just like he grabbed his bag, he grabbed his coffee, he grabbed his car keys with his like, and then he like put his crutches on. I'm like, you have things in your hand? That's that's professional. Mm. Yeah, there's video footage of it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh my! It actually. So oh, I'm gonna do a, a a little sidebar here that reminds me of the time of like favorite. We have to work this into the plot now. God damn it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> moments of. One of the shows I really like, Leverage, one of the actors in there, Christian Cray- Christian Kane, um, oh, apparently uh, was in a street hockey match after work, as one does at one time, <laughs> and got hit in the face with a puck, and it actually, like, it broke open, you know, above his brow, and ended up giving him quite a big scar that they had to then incorporate into them, <laughs> so they wrote an entire episode in Leverage the episode, I think the foundation was already there, but it ended up being one of the best episodes ever. Like, legendary. Did you explain this scar? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Because, because, um, they first explained the bandage with the character going like, how was I supposed to know it was a lesbian bar? Like, you idiot. Because you hang out with lesbians all the time. You know exactly which lesbian. Anyway. Um, but like, it, he uses it as like a joke to pass off on. And then later, they have a whole fight scene just to have an excuse to bash him into like a piece of pipe. And then after that, he has a scar. <laughs> and I'm like, 
This is the Matthew Gray Goobler moment now. <laughs> You're like, I was breakdancing. So and now I'm on crutches. Did this Deal with end it. his breakdancing career? I don't know. I didn't do enough research. Mm-hmm. I, I apologize. That's okay. That's okay. I, think, I hope I think it didn't. It I hope it wasn't a setback. Just just a setback. <laughs> I think I think it said that he was on crutches for like 13 weeks or something like Jeez. that. And he had like three surgeries or something. Oh. Or like, it was like a long thing, though. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. Interesting. Matthew, you should stop breakdancing. Apparently, it's just not for you. <laughs> it's really funny because, like, his knees, like, when he did it, his knees, like, he stood up and then his knees bent in and his legs were all out and he was all, like, doing this funky thing with his hands and then it's just crack. <laughs> oh my god! So, when when JJ got pregnant, was she actually pregnant? Mm-hmm. Is that why she left? Mm-hmm. That was like, that's like her kid, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it continues to, to be her kid whenever Henry shows just, up. Just oh, really? Suddenly, oh, I didn't know that. Just okay. spontaneously stop being her child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the, the actor is No, I child. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are my child. No, I understand. <laughs> just sort of like, we're swapping you out. <laughs> and, and he comes back um, as a preteen teenager in um, Criminal Minds Evolutions. Aw, yeah. Oh, I need to watch that. I haven't watched that one yet. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm not going to do it until I do this rewatch, and then I'll We're watching these in order. Yeah. yeah. As I said last episode, has God attended. <laughs> Interesting. Um, did anybody have any, like, honorable mentions? Because we talked about our favorite and least favorite last episode. But any honorable mentions? I, I actually did like the first episode. Just, I think mostly for the read moment where he's, like, talking to the suspect. Like, he didn't let your son die. Yeah. Um, and then how that all shook out, essentially. Yeah. I just, I like, I like my little character moments. Yes. I, I have this weird, and it's probably not even a good episode, a strange affinity for episode seven, The Performer. <laughs> oh, because yeah! Because it's Gavin Rossdale, who's the lead singer of Bush, is playing this this mm-hmm. guy. Because they've got the little switcheroo, and it's actually the fangirl who's doing it, and you think it's him the whole time, but right. it's like someone else. Like, and she is not stable, yeah. <laughs> and not okay, and being manipulated. But, like, it's all very, like, Anne Rice, Queen of the Damned yes. as well. So it's all very, like, I, I don't know. I like the vibe of that episode. I literally wrote knockoff Lestat. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with that episode, though. Because, because I have a really hard time believing that Reed didn't know Twilight. Especially, mm. especially because in season three, episode 12, he knew Lindsay <laughs> Don't laugh at my citations. I'm, no, I'm pulling out great. my receipts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Season three, episode 12, Lindsay Vaughn, her uh, story is pulled from a YA novel and um, him and Penelope are talking about it. And he's like, that sounds familiar. And Penelope's like, it should because it's the plot of this book. Da, 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 da. So uh, why would he know that random off the wall book? But he wouldn't know Twilight. Because yeah, it's, it takes means- him five seconds to read a book anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's so, literally a plot point and, in the season. And even if, even if, let's, let's say, okay, maybe it was a fluke. Maybe it was like he was on a plane. It was the only thing he had to read was Lindsay Vaughn's story or whatever. He, he's not really into pop culture. A Clockwork Orange? He wouldn't have known a Clockwork Orange. That <laughs> yeah. I find really, really Somebody must have, like, everyone watches Clockwork Orange, I swear to God, the same way. Which is sometime in their, like, late teens, early 20s, they have some random friend drag them and kidnap them in a room and forces <clears throat> them to watch it. Much like the plot of the movie. Like, that's how, that's how one gets the these cursed object of the clockwork orange in their brain the first time. That's how everyone gets it. I've never seen Reed the clockwork orange. As we need a kid down here. We're going to do it now. <laughs> 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 
Oh, Zach's got it right now. Tape. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> it I, doesn't work unless they're strapped to a chair. <laughs> I see Reed as being curious enough that even if he doesn't want to get into pop culture, like he'd probably want to understand what it was that was mm-hmm. like right. so appealing to other people, I, especially for like, his come job. up in a case yeah, at exactly. some point. That, like, his, oh, these kids all read Twilight, and this was a plot point, so maybe we should follow up on this lead. But like, his mom was a. Fucking English major, right? right? Yeah, she's like a literature major. And, like, the whole part of that is just realizing that the literature, when it was written, was pop culture at the time. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you'd be keeping up with pop culture now because you know, sadly, that in 100 years, someone's going to put it on their fucking high school list to, like, have to be read. Yeah. Yup. Well, that's my. That's that. That was. Ooh, that was a read rant. (laughs) Right there. That's what we're here for. (laughs) I mean, I guess so. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Z? Any honorable mentions? Yeah, I liked Parasite. That was one the (gasps) the one with the con man with the multiple identities. Yeah, that's a that's pretty good one. That one was one that was played pretty often. Was a fan favorite. Rite of passage with the cop that's killing the illegal immigrants. Surprise! Racist cops. (laughs) Yeah, it it wasn't the bad cop episode that I thought it was because there's another one where they're like in Texas. Do you know the one I'm talking about? It's like a two parter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, vaguely. No, you you haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but mention. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, obviously Texas is bad. Okay. Uh, a thousand words. I really like that one. The oh. the tattoo one. With the... That one had Holland Road in it, and I was so excited to see her. <laughs> she was the the kidnapped victim. <laughs> I, I was know. like, oh, my favorite redhead. <laughs> Our Darkest Hour, Tim Curry, of course. Yeah. I love Tim Curry. Like, that episode to me was actually kind of blah. Like, Mm -hmm. again, you're introducing a character I've never heard of before, this cop, and suddenly we're like, oh, this guy's all about this guy's life. And I'm like, but I'm not all about this guy's life. Like, I needed you to build that up a little bit more. But, like, Tim Curry is just kind of perfect for that kind of, like, Mm -hmm. creepy, stalkery dude. And, like, they kept not showing too much of his face but so like I only caught a glimpse near the beginning I was like is that Tim Curry that's Tim Curry <laughs> and then like you catch a glimpse later I'm like oh no that's Tim Curry and then later he spoke I'm like that's definitely Tim Curry right yeah. I didn't really catch it until he spoke because I was like oh, it's probably just a lookalike yeah they can't have gotten actually the Tim Curry and, I'm like, oh, and then he says something I'm like oh, that was Pennywise that's, the clown that's <laughs> the Tim Curry yeah that's the dude there's only one I, so, I don't know why, I feel, maybe it's just because the ending was kind of rushed. To but, be continued. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm like, man, there's, they have gotten out of ridiculous scrapes before, and it just seemed a little, like, pat that, like, the cop gets shot, and the daughter gets kidnapped, and there's <laughs> definitely a cliffhanger, and I'm just sort of like, I mean, I know they were tied up with duct tape, but also, like, duct tape is not as like infallible that Hollywood seems to think it is and I'm like yes suspension of disbelief a little bit though you know what I mean and they rarely have to do that with me and so yeah. the, anytime that they ask me to I'm like <laughs> okay if, if I have to I if guess. I have to find that how dare you ask me to use my brain I think that's really funny because not a lot of not everything I don't know if it's a lot but not everything that they use as far as their cycle babble goes is accurate no, but yeah. they just they just they have the fake receipts for it yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? right. and but you're right there's sometimes it's kind of like like, why would this thing be true? Why would this crazy psychological thing be true, yeah. but duct tape not be? 
right. the, like, the hindrance not that it is. to get in too much of my own past, <laughs> duct tape is not that hard to wiggle out of. It does it's take not. time. It absolutely <laughs> yeah. takes time. Well, maybe that's what's going to happen, because we know uh, Morgan's all duct taped up, so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Because he's gonna need the whole summer to uh, duct tape doesn't (laughs) duct tape doesn't work on things that are sweaty. It's a thousand degrees in LA right now. Mm -hmm. Guess who's probably fucking sweaty? Mm -hmm. Also, it cracks me up being being someone who's lived in Oklahoma for a very long time. They're complaining that it's like ninety eight degrees outside. Yeah, whips. And I'm like. Get back to me when it's 115. Then mm-hmm. we can talk about the fact that you're whining that it's too hot. And, and, and there's humidity. And that you need to have a right. blackout. I was like, what? What's the power system you got going on over there? Yeah. <laughs> I, every single time, re-mention something along the lines. I'm like, it's more of the humidity. Than the, than the, than the, and I'm just like, you're correct. It still fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I want him to say, it's a dry heat. Just once, please. For the love of God. He grew up in fucking Vegas. <laughs> It's a dry heat. Yes. I, just, I love... Anytime a character says that, I... I shit myself. I love it. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go to our commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll jump onto your question. Don't okay. forget. Don't forget it. I will try not to. Okay. <laughs> it's time for Re-Explaining with Z. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't necessary. Um, <laughs> I think it was. Keep it in there. There's a, a common phrase called the burning of the midnight oil. It just means like working real late, working real hard. And the first um, oldest known use, use, oh, Jesus Christ. Usage? Yeah. The oldest known, you, that's not done right, is it? The oldest that known grammar's used, wrong. Okay. I thought I was having an aneurysm. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> the oldest known usage of the term burning the midnight oil comes from the work um, Emblems, written by Francis Quarles in 1635. Ooh. That was re with this bitch right <laughs> <laughs> uh, If you enjoy the show, you might also enjoy our other shows on PartyApocalypse.com, As the Myth Turns, The Fourth Wall, and Friendables in their entirety. You can also stream new episodes of Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show Donna Kenzie and producer Mac Boyle. Hey, Mac Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> the hollow deck is broken. Also with producer Mac Boyle. Hey, Mac Boyle. <laughs> Back to the episode. <laughs> what was your question, Laura? Okay. And this may be a plot point that I literally just wasn't paying attention to. Maybe it happened in the fight where I was like, oh, I don't care about this episode. I don't know. At what point did they give leadership back to Hotch and away from Derek. Same. Uh, I feel have like that it just same happened question. one day and I was like, wait, why is Hotch giving the orders? It uh, was episode I think it was as soon as we got back from episode 100. <clears throat> so the slave of duty. I think it was much later than that because I didn't notice it until like the last few episodes. I was like, wait, why is Hodge giving mm-hmm. orders? It was earlier than that? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, because there was no official Laura like. Was not paying attention. <laughs> the, yeah. Well, because, and because Derek stops wearing the suit jackets with true, his shirt. True, true. Oh. Okay, okay. Either way, I'm gonna, I'm. I'm starting with Laura. It was not a very strong baton pass. No, it like, wasn't. I don't it remember wasn't. Aaron going, okay, Hotchner, you're out of the doghouse. Go back and lead your team. It just sort of happened. Yeah. Or did, okay, yeah. hold on. Even if, without Aaron, like, it could have been at least, like, one, like, a two-second scene of Morgan while, like, 
Well, these reports are yours, buddy. Goodbye. Yeah. It would have it would have had to have been retaliation because in episode ten, the slave of duty, he was contemplating retirement. Right. So yeah. it it would have had to have been retaliation. Um, but it was it was pretty quickly after that because it's just never discussed again. And like Morgan isn't ever like, oh well, thanks for stepping in for me temporarily. Yeah. 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 Because. In The Slave of Duty, Aaron Strauss tells Aaron Hotchner that, like, you know, it was supposed to be temporary, but, like, it could be... It ex- could be met our expectations and exceeded them, so... Right. Um, Which is yeah. so weird, because, like, it was in episode six that Garcia built him an office and made yeah. a fun little drawer for him and he, stuff, and he I was keeps like, the office. that's so cute! And then, yeah. like, just a few episodes later, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I believe he keeps the office. Okay. Yeah, and at some point it's definitely like, okay, I know he's not in charge anymore because he's just like... I now understand why you're always here so late doing these reports. I can mm-hmm. help you get back home to your son. I'm like, okay, well now, yeah, you know, you know now Aaron's was... back in charge, but Derek's being a bro. Yeah. yeah. Now you're right. The, the baton was not passed very clearly. Just in <laughs> no. two seconds of him, like, handing a coffee mug, like, you can have this back now. <laughs> yeah, world's greatest boss. Did you guys notice Morgan being a hypocrite this season? Particularly, <laughs> particularly <laughs> season five, episode four. Where he started getting in with that, uh, the dead guy's sister. Oh my gosh. And then she comes back later and gives him, like, jewelry from her dead brother. Mm. In season one, episode 18, Morgan was like, I'd never cross the line with a victim. Here's the thing. This is just, this is the moral of criminal minds. Always listen to Penelope Garcia. Mm -hmm. When she's trying to tell you that you're getting too close and you need to back off, you don't get mad at her. Mm -hmm. You go, oh, maybe I'm too close. Yeah. Yeah. He did not do that. And later Mm -hmm. I was like, "Mm, if you'd listen to Garcia, Mm -hmm. you would have avoided this whole little thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nope. Always listen to Garcia. Always. Just date her. I love that she referred to herself as the fairy godmother. Yes. Yes. Uh, That's so so on point for her. Mm It is. Nope. I think at one point JJ even calls her PG. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, which I was like. <laughs> I wrote at some point, I think it was in that episode where the girls were just shopping at the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, there should be a girls' night episode. I, I just know. want to see the girls doing I say shit. Garcia would be the perfect friend. Mm-hmm. She's so kind and so compassionate and so, like, just fun. Uh-huh. And, like, she would, yes, she'd be, like, understanding if you don't want to go out and you just want to stay home and, like, watch a movie. Uh-huh. She would totally be like, hey, you want to go shopping and get coffee? Great. Let's get, let's go shopping and get coffee. Like, she's down for anything, but, like, super, like, aware of what people's emotional states oh, are yeah. because she's in touch with her own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Perfect person to hang out with. I mean, I, I want to be her friend. <laughs> oh, my God, right? I yes. mean, like, the perfect, I, f- I feel like there's so many really good Garcia moments in this season, particularly, like, in Exit Wound, where, like, she's talking to Derek and, like, the whole, like, she's like, I ran to him because I realized mm-hmm. when I got shot, I kept thinking the last thing I'm ever going to see is that motherfucker's face. I, that's, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> you know, but it's similar. The, the heart is there. And it's just like, and I just couldn't let that happen to anyone else. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I ran to him so at least he would have one face. And that I'm like. so sweet. Shit, most people run like, to help, to whatever. Because like, we're social creatures. We pack bond. We see someone hurt. A lot of times that first instinct is, oh shit, what do I do? I need to help you or whatever. Mm. She was just like. It's all I, about the person for her. Yeah. And she was like, the very least I can do is the one thing I wish someone did for me. was to make sure mm-hmm. that there was somebody else to see yeah. when they died. And it's just like, fuck, Penelope. 
I, I, I got, I got a little teary eyed every <laughs> single time they had a conversation. I was like, <laughs> or, or when she, she, she's doing her hacker thing, and unfortunately, she has, she comes across the video of the guy killing the woman that's being yes. live streamed, and she's like, "Tell me when it's over." Yes. and then she's like, "Guys," and Rossi's like, "Not yet." yet. And yeah. I'm like, "But that be a little innocent." She hasn't mentioned it in a while. Is she? Theoretically, her character is still doing that um, support group for victims or whatever. Yeah, I believe so because yeah. it becomes a plot point in another episode. Yeah, I feel like seasons. it comes up later. But yeah. I remember early on that was a big thing for her. She's yeah. like, I do this victim support group and right. like yeah. I help people. She mentions like, it with Derek with the whole like, hey, I do victim support group. You're too close to her. You need to back mm-hmm. off literally <laughs> for her own well-being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she's going to start ascribing... <laughs> Yeah. Too many emotions for you that you are not like, going to be able to handle. Who, who else's family members can just march into the BAU and demand a personal profile from Derek Morgan? Like, like yeah, that's right. too much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do like in that that episode, the internet is forever, where they're the woman is being like mm. killed. She's like trying to hack and like trying to yeah. track that guy down. And everybody's like, <laughs> reads like, "There's brand new appliances. Can we track them through that?" Like, and that moment is so tense. And I just like credit to to PG because she's just sitting there like going at it and like yeah. trying to even though that shit's happening and, and after like because that's after exit wounds so yeah I, and I strangely like that Hodge had to give her the order to uh, pull the screen names of people who mm-hmm. are watching because right. he knew there's no way we can save this girl mm-hmm. yeah. and so he's like let's do the thing we can do and he yeah. knew that Penelope wanted to save the girl and he had to say. Like, this was his kind way of saying, she's not going to make it. I need you to do this other thing. But yeah. instead, it was just like, that's an order. Penelope, like, do yeah. this. Right. Because yeah. that's going to help us actually catch the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. I, uh, that, yeah, that episode, like, a blah episode, I feel like, in a weird way. Like, I wasn't really interested in the, uh, the murder plot. And but, it doesn't age well but, because internet is so different now and, and right. things like that. And, like, the, even the title, The Internet is Forever. It's, like, people talking about, like, what is Facebook and why do people post things? I'm, like, mm, that is very 2010. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I, I do love, there There were several really good character moments in that episode in particular. Um Including, like, social commentary moments when they're, when they have the press conference and they're saying, like, okay, just be careful about what you post on social media, whatever. <laughs> and then they can do the whole, like, well, we heard that it's because the dude is killing people, killing chicks that look like him. Like, where are you going to, are you telling people that they need to change their face? And I'm like, <laughs> bitch, 30 seconds ago, she literally <laughs> said, just don't post what you're doing right now. Like, keep it vague. Like, she literally told you what she wants people to do. And you're coming up with the whole, like, everyone needs to get plastic surgery because, by God, you can't stop me from posting on Facebook. And it's like, that hurts me because that's so much the fucking vibe now. Like, there are tons of people that come into my job that are literally like, I'm at the library now. And I'm like, don't you be putting my picture in that Facebook thing. Like, you're not allowed to do that. We are private here. And then uh, producer Mac Boyle, Boyle pointed out, because uh, Reed has a moment. Okay, first of all, two things about Reed. One, I do not like his new haircut in that episode. Boy, uh, boy. Got his haircut because he had a little bit of a breakdown. Aww. We are going to let it slide. Okay, we'll let it slide. I just, the longer hair was better. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. And it gets longer as It as does. Go it, it goes yeah. back. How old is it? Was, it was a very shocking transition for Laura. 
I I believe I think he was twenty two when the when the show started, so he'd be twenty seven. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Nope. That's so, he's on track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are we sure he's not bi? Because I feel like he's strong bisexual. <laughs> that's how, that's how Reed play, or, uh, Matthew Gray Goobler played him was as bi. I, well, I was asking about the actor. <laughs> I think oh. the actor might be bi because that's like, oh no, that's the bisexual disaster track. Twenty seven is when you fucking change your hair and everyone hates it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like it happens to all bi's. <laughs> hey, hold on now. Wait a second. <laughs> Do y'all remember whenever I had that, and I was asleep, and I just trimmed, and it was like six, and y'all remember? Okay. You were fully on the timeline. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways. So, did now you guys just notice? <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys notice Agent Anderson came back in this season, too? Yeah. I, I like Agent Anderson. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he was the guy that walked Elle home before she got shot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, I did not notice that he came. He's, back. <laughs> he's just he's just this background guy that they yes. have come in every once in a while when they need somebody in the office to have lines. Yes, <laughs> and they it's the same dude. actor. It's the same actor every time. It's Agent yeah. Anderson, and I love him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I did recognize him. I was just like, oh, copy boy is back. I know that's not, I know he's yeah. not a copy boy, but he has that vibe of other like we need someone quirky in the background. <laughs> yeah. So my other thing about Reed is uh, he in that episode Internet is Forever he says I don't even have email. Mm. Yeah, he does. Producer Mac Boyle's like, how is he a government employee that doesn't right. have email? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Does he just like purposely not check his email at work? That's or <laughs> even if you don't purposely check it, he has it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, they've definitely assigned it to me. Like I was when when was when did this air? 2010. Okay, I was given an email, like, my own email to use when I went to college in 2005. Mm. They absolutely, he absolutely (laughs) has an email. How did he comment about Star Trek before the internet was ubiquitous? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. (laughs) I had an email. I was 10 years old. He had an email. (laughs) End of interjection. I just <laughs> hope that Reed is secretly trolling people. Like I like I just want one behind the scenes. Like later on, it could be like seasons from now, where he's just like, and remember that time I told someone that I didn't have email? It <laughs> 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 just like continues on the computer. Was Goobler okay? You said he had a little bit of a breakdown. It was a uh, um, It was at the very end of the season. Mm-hmm. So so he, it was it was kind of a combination of things. He wanted he wanted a change and um, too much break dancing in his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it happens. You know, you you, you hit that break dancing high and then it's just <laughs> downhill from there. And we've all been there. All been there. No, he wanted to be a director. That's what he went to school for, and that's what oh. he he wanted to do, and that's what he set out when he first entered Hollywood. Um, and he made it as a as a model for a little bit, and then as an actor. And um, I think he got to direct this season, and mm-hmm. it just kind of put him in a funky place. And so he okay. cut all his hair off. But they, he the way yep. he timed it was um, 
a little no, on self-identity pur- got it <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. he, he, he timed it on purpose though because it was a two-parter so you can't cut your hair in the middle of a two-parter mm. yeah um so the 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 planning was on purpose but he did like i did see an interview one time where he said it was a little bit of a breakdown i think he said it jokingly but like yeah. we all know you know what i mean because like, I, I skipped ahead to some thumbnails in the next season just on the the screen uh and it's even shorter next mm-hmm. season yeah he cut point. it himself <laughs> it did look a little like choppy and i think that's why i just don't like it because it just didn't like i missed the long hair but it also just looked a little too messy so like yeah seems like maybe he'll get it under control and <laughs> Fine. a stylist will be like okay, yeah now that we don't need you to have this for the two-parter Please let me fix your hair. He, he, yeah. There was something that was just like peak read for me this season. It was the he he dresses slightly like Sherlock Holmes sometimes with yeah. like the I don't know. It's his swagger. It was the long hair. It was the sweater vests from time to time. And the messenger bag. And the, the gun. Yeah, the messenger bag and then the gun holstered in the yeah. front and like all this weird stuff. But I'm like, it was just so perfectly like read. Mm, yes. And then he cut the hair and I'm like, no, it's not my read anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the fandom um, largely agrees that Reed with longer hair is sexier. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Something, just long enough something. to pull a little ponytail. This little, little ponytail. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, Reed. I'm looking I'm forward to. I'm talking to you from the future. <laughs> I know we need to get Eris's predictions for things. Yes, oh, we do. I just want to say I'm looking forward to times where Reed is going to have. I don't think it's necessarily next season, but in, sometime in the future, Reed's going to have a whole lot more to do and be involved with and more stories will revolve Mm -hmm. around him so i'm looking forward to that happening Mm -hmm. my predictions probably will not come true okay um because i i think this might be too wrapped up in my hope for the next season Mm -hmm. and that i hope that they are done with the big haha let's get rid of a character moments (laughs) Um, so, like, I can I'm tell sorry. by your face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't like, control what my face is. I know. That's why I stare at you whenever I say these is because I can read you like a bug. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm just sort of like, yeah, we did the whole killing Hotch's wife. Like, maybe we can slow down and maybe we'll just... <laughs> we not any more changes. It's fine. We got a great cast. Everyone's getting along. Anger management issues aside. <laughs> I just and I, you should dissolve yourself of that notion right yeah. now. For the I rest know. of the show. I'm just like, because I know it eventually changes, but I'm like, come on, they'll give us at least a couple of seasons I with just, like this line up, please. I, I'm just not gonna want to okay remind you next season, aren't you? Oh, okay. I thought I had until season seven. Okay, I, just, I thought at least season six I could coast. I, just, I thought I could coast through season six. I just want to remind you that you did this podcast because I'm your friend and you love me and oh, you want to no. spend time with me. Oh, and no. you want to hang out with us listen, and we have good conversations. Listen, I have a very important and question for you right now. I'm pulling I, out my Manhattan voice. <laughs> I'm pulling out the Manhattan voice, Z. Z. Okay, I'm listening. Z. I'm listening. Does anything happen to Penelope? No, okay, no. <laughs> then I'm fine. Penelope. Tell me if I'm wrong here. Penelope is a fixture on everything mm-hmm. like even the one season that the the she's, other show got she was in that mm-hmm. she has it in her contract i am god yeah you cannot kill me yeah, in any way that matters for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, okay no, no. penelope is a 
consistent through lines. Like, anything named Criminal Minds, she's probably, like, has it in her contract that she has to be involved in it. Like, I think Penelope would be the number one, I'm not watching this show anymore. (laughs) And I think Paget Brewster, I think Emily Prentice, if, like, if she leaves because of I need to go to international graduate school a la soap opera. Okay, listen, you know the soap opera actors leaving whenever mm. they get into grad school. If it's if they die, their twin brother's coming back and it's gonna be the same actor. So like if something happens to Emily Prentice and then like her sister Ashley Prentice comes in and <laughs> turns out they're identical twins, I'm okay with that. You know? And Ashley uh, Prentice turns out to be JJ's sister who faked her death when she was younger. But I mean, like, I, I would be okay, maybe not with the weird incest thing, but I would be okay with the, the suddenly my twin sister appears. Like, I, I, I would be upset, I just, but I would be okay. Everyone else, like, I'm like, Reed, I would be upset for probably three or four seasons, but Z would be able to talk me back into watching it. Morgan, I would be upset for a couple seasons. Again, Z would be able to talk me back into watching it. Like, I might have a funeral for them, and I might mm. ask all of you to show up wearing black and have a candlelight vigil for a TV show that happened ten years ago. But. I think, Z, you may want to uh, map out the remaining seasons and the points at which you will need to uh, guide Eris through some emotional turmoil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need full grief counseling. Okay, I'm... so season eight, episode four, I'm going to need to check on Eris. All I can say is, based on your your faces, is that go ahead and get those funeral gowns ready because I will be throwing some funerals from this show. This show's interesting. Um, I I just. Not, I'm not going to give anything away. I just want you to remember that there are times when characters have left and have come back. Mm-hmm. So that okay. there's 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 that. See, I'm okay. With- not every time, but you yeah. know, like I don't think the wife is coming back in any way that actually substantially matters. No, yeah, no. she seems super dead. Yeah. We had a funeral for her. That's that that thing. She yeah. does come back. <gasps> her ghost. Does she? Doesn't she? Isn't there? Isn't her mom already dead? Maybe. Okay, so the actress does come back for something, right? But, it's but not, not Haley. It's not like a you know, yeah. I'm the ghost of Haley. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I think like, I or think it's that's... not like, ha ha, I've not been dead. Listen, I'm actually a serial killer. If the ghost of <laughs> Haley comes back, I'm calling it. That's the jumping the shark episode. <laughs> that's what Criminal Minds is like. Well, fuck it. <laughs> Ghosts for everybody. <laughs> Everyone is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and then it all turns out that it was like brain cancer or something, mm. just like they did in ER. Or was it Grey's Anatomy? I actually can't remember. I don't watch medical shows. <laughs> they creep me out. Okay, well, our episode is about long. We had a good time. It was loads of fun. Sorry. Time to get back to work. Yes. Um, join us next time when we discuss season six. Okay, yep. bye. Bye. Christopher Columbus once said, hey, that's mine.